Hi, I'm Sarah Adams, and this is Cosmic Conversations. Today, we have Billy Carson as our guest, and we also have my good friend Arcturius Raw. Billy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. My name is Billy Carson. I'm the founder <laughs> of Forbidden Knowledge. I also um, am the founder of Forbidden Knowledge TV, and I'm considered an expert on ancient civilizations, and I've appeared on the Travel Channel, the History Channel, the Science Channel, Discovery Channel, Gaia TV, uh, and now on my own TV platform, Forbidden Knowledge TV. I'm also a two-time best-selling author of the Compendium of the Animal Tablets and Woke Doesn't Mean Broke, and I'm looking forward to this amazing podcast today. Thank you, Billy. And thank you for all the amazing work you're doing to enlighten humanity. I love thank it, you. by the way. <laughs> Ra? Yeah, I'm Arcturus Ra. I mean, I, I've come to learn that I am connected to the Ra Collective. I'm representing the light from Arcturus. I had many, many past lives in Egypt. Uh, realized it was not thousands of years ago, millions of years ago, and that we had influenced this planet before. And then some of us, which I've seen around, uh, we have come back to do the same thing in, in a different, uh, you could say, costume or uh, different garments, but we're doing actually the same thing as in to, to Awaken People. I have a YouTube channel, Arcturus Ra. My channel is 15 years old. I have over 3 million lifetime views. I have, uh, I'm in 50 Facebook groups. I can't name them all. Um, I'm known in the field and I've been projecting. I have a website, raw-key.com. And I'm into bioresonance, quantum physics, and how to bring light back to the avatar and uh, activate you back into your original knowledge template that you can properly ascend without any interruptions. Wow. So go check out their work. And I know that everyone will become more enlightened from it. So in this interview today, we're going to go ahead and speak about some of the ancient rituals that they did in Egypt. And of course, you know, there's a lot of knowledge on Lemuria, on ancient Egypt, on Atlantis. But for me, what I remember is that this was one great civilization that spanned throughout the planets and dimensions. And of course, mm -hmm. there was a fall in frequency and we fell from that. So now is right. the time for that information to come back. Mm -hmm. And I wanted just to get into this quite deeply because I feel a lot of people out there are disempowered they're disempowered, they, they're, they're sick, they're unhealthy, and they don't understand that they have an energy field and they don't understand that there are ancient techniques that we can bring in the divine energies. Mm -hmm. And that's what they were doing in Egypt. That's where, what they were doing in this great ancient civilization. They knew how to bring the electrical energy of the universes, of the dimensions God sourced into them, which made them live for thousands of years. Right. It made them flourish, make them, them have magical abilities. So I feel that this information needs to get out there. And this is why we're all working together. So I want to start with you, Billy. And, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, I, I wanted just to speak about the, um, the, 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 I call them sigils. So when I went mm -hmm. to ancient Egypt, I went into um, the temple of Hathor and I went mm -hmm. below ground, the, 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 the ground there. And I went yeah. to this space. And when I stood there, all the hieroglyphs, they illuminated and then they encoded into my aura. Mm -hmm. And then I was told that they were magic sigils mm -hmm. and they weren't just writings or drawings. Yeah. They were, or language. They were literally what I call the, ancient language of God that mm -hmm. has been long forgotten that when you write it, it literally encodes energy or you inscribe it, it yeah. encodes energy into what, into that symbol. Mm -hmm. So that it's actually transferring energy through it, just like a magical sigil. Can you yeah. tell me anything about that? Cause I really have been wanting to bring up yeah. this experience to you. No, really. That's, a, that's amazing that you said that I had a very similar experience when I really started digging deep into the power of these ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs, the ancient ones, uh, it, they're, they're called the language of light. And they were mm -hmm. written or brought here by the Nituru, the ancient of ancient, really the original pantheon. And these, this language of light is literally encoded directly into the symbol. And so where does the light come from? The light comes from the consciousness. So every conscious thought creates a wave of light that actually leaves and penetrates from the skull out into space-time. This is, we know this because I can take you to a doctor. He can put a, a, a thing on you with, a, with sensors, connect those sensors to a computer and tell you to think about something and they can see your brain waves because it's sending information to those sensors directly to the computer. 
those sensors can pick up the light waves coming out of your skull. And that's why the Akashic records are real, because every thought that everybody has ever thought about exists in space time as a wave of light with encoded data on it. So when you now create these hieroglyphs and you put the conscious intent into the glyphs, it's the creator of the glyphs, conscious light waves that are now embedded and encoded directly into the glyph with the knowledge and the information that they glyph and the power that they glyph has over space, time and dimensions. And so these glyphs are encoded or imbued with the power of light, which is why they're called the light of the language of light. Amazing. So, um, and you know, a lot of people speak light language and you probably mm -hmm. heard it too. Mm -hmm. And I was told that, you know, the ancient, uh, ancient, Greek, ancient Egyptian language was actually based off of light language. It's one of the mm -hmm. closer languages to light language. And of course mm -hmm. that can create, that can bring energy together. And that can yeah. also mm -hmm. completely, when I'm in astral, that language mm -hmm. comes out of me and it completely mm -hmm. can just turn things to dust too almost it can mm -hmm. pull energy apart so it's quite interesting so we have that in our dna and you know what's really interesting is what you were saying about the akashic records because recently i do a lot of work on symbolism and on synchronicities mm -hmm. and i was recently watching a show and there was a, a guy yeah. <laughs> who could go into different dimensions and he looked just like you and wow. i was actually <laughs> yes so i feel the work that we're doing is showing mm -hmm. up you know, on TV, when a person, um, when a, per a director sits and he writes out, you know, his um, script, or when people mm -hmm. just write fictional, even books, they're actually, yeah. there's some truth in it, because they're tapping into the energy, the energy is transforming into yeah. thoughts, and then they're writing them down. And that's how they're getting their inspiration. And all mm -hmm. truth is in energy. So it's coming yes. through. So I've noticed with me, when I do, you know, work for the planet, I'll see a character that even mm -hmm. sometimes has my name, looks <laughs> wow. like me, and is in a TV show. So I was actually do just doing some work with my friend William Knight on that, because um, yeah. he was noticing the <clears throat> same thing. Wow. So that's what you're saying is, is true is basically everything, all information is, is encoded in energy. Mm -hmm. And whenever we're thinking that energy is coming through our brain, through our yeah. mind and then transforming into physical thoughts or actions. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's an echelon around us mm -hmm. where I tell people any story on the planet told cannot be outside of that echelon. That's mm -hmm. impossible. We always yeah. bringing it back to ourselves mm -hmm and bringing the story back. And when you said like the, the language of light, I had the same thing when I went to Egypt mm. and I went to all the temples that after I touched the magical walls, yeah. um, also I was approached by gods. I don't know how, how you experience it. Sometimes they pick us yeah. and they're like, hey, Afendi, come over here, come over here. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and I couldn't even pay him because he said, Allah is watching, you can't pay me. Mm. This is calling, come with right. me. And then they say, touch here, touch here, touch here. You left mm. this time ago. So I touched the wall. Yeah. Go back home, um, as in back, back or uh, uh, in the hotel, and all of mm. these hieroglyphs went into my third eye. And I'm laying wow. in my bed and I'm having the shakes. So I knew I was, I was, I got uh, ancient stuff back. Wow. And with the, with the language of light, I found a German book that talks about color, and it's not mm -hmm. translated. And what they tested is, and that's why I, I make the symbol of the jet. They drew the symbol of the jet just on a piece of paper, uh -huh. and then they put it under as a Kilian photography, mm. electromagnetically, it, it, it attracts electromagnetic waves and photons, yeah. attracts and repels, just right. drawing the symbol of the jet. Incredible. Incredible. That's how, that's how powerful that stuff. That's yeah, so that just that's confirms what you're saying, <laughs> that science is showing that these hieroglyphs are yeah. fifth dimensional light code. Yeah. And for those who have encodings, not everybody, it's not to discriminate, but not everybody has the codings to catch what the temples transmit. Yeah. The temples to me are machines that are still transmitting the energy. Yes, yes. So, some are dormant, some are, you know, like the pyramid, <clears throat> the, the, the pyramidion is missing. It's not yeah. cold, gold coded anymore. We found out that 50,000 yeah. years ago, the Gizeh Plateau, the pyramid was gold. It was galvanized. Mm -hmm. So that yeah. thing was glowing. So not everybody picks that up. That's why mm -hmm. some of us have these experiences because yeah. we still have coatings mm -hmm. past uh, our psychic centers that still turn on when we stand in those grounds because we yeah. have memories from past lifetimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually have a lot of past lifetime memories from Egypt. And I remember the Pharaoh, he would sit in his throne and mm. 
basically the pyramid would bring down energy from the sun, the moon, the stars, the cosmic energy mm. through it. It would channel it directly through the hieroglyphs, mm. which would then channel it through his golden throne and into him, elevate in his frequency and yeah. making him multidimensional. So it just wasn't a gold throne and it wasn't just, you know, hieroglyphs. Yeah. It was actually a very divine computer system, a mm -hmm. multidimensional computer system in Egypt that was created to literally channel the cosmic energies. And yeah. not only that, what I remember from the pyramid is that it was a generator. So mm -hmm. it would bring the energy through it into the center of the earth and keep the frequency of the earth up. And we mm -hmm. had no uh, deserts. We had mm -hmm. no sickness. We ha didn't have any of the, any, any of the, the suppression going on because yeah. of the fact the frequency of the earth was so high and that mm -hmm. made everything was more tropical. Mm -hmm. And since they've messed that up, they messed the pyramid up. It's also messing with the earth's energies because they've drilled mm -hmm. holes in it. They've done all this stuff to it and it's, it's sacred and yeah. um, it's causing the earth's um, electromagnetic magnetic system to be off. And this is what the ETs told me. This mm -hmm. is some of the knowledge that I have. So mm -hmm. I feel that, you know, Yes, we have this ancient divine tech, but now what we need to do is we need to actually light up the codes within ourselves or those of us who have them lit up within ourselves. We yeah. need to start to give those out to the mass public so that they can start to step into their God power because mm -hmm. a God is a God because it yeah. has God power and God source running through them. And when right. we talk about Hathor, when we talk about these different ancient Egyptian gods, they were gods because they had access God source and that was channeling through them. And yeah. everybody has that ability. And that's why I believe that we, you know, we're ancient priests and priestesses. We've gathered all of this knowledge. So at this time on this planet, we can bring this knowledge to humanity to help them in, become enlightened, to step into right. the light of the divine within them so that they can go ahead and heal their planet, heal themselves and get their power back. I have, oh, an, yeah, important, I have, an, yeah, I have an important question to, to Billy. And yeah. that's probably going to uh, shake your noodle, but in a good way, it's, <laughs> The name Ra has been misused. We know mm -hmm. this. In yeah. the movie Stargate, you see how an, an, a negative gray entity says, okay, they're worshiping Ra. I will call myself Ra. Mm -hmm. I want to know what story do you have about Maduk coming mm -hmm. to Earth saying, okay, I'm, I will call myself Amun Ra. I'm like right. the top of it all. But he right. misused the name because he wasn't the original Ra. So what right. is your story on that? Thank you. See, the, there's two Ra's. The first original Ra, which is represented as a blue being in um, in Egypt in the hieroglyphs. He's always represented as a blue a blue man, a blue um, humanoid, not a, not a human, not a Homo sapien sapien, but a blue god. And um, and then so there's even a representation of the particular planet where he hails from in the hieroglyphs. And then you have Marduk or Marduk, depending on how you want to pronounce it. And this guy's name is and it's in the Torah. It's in the modern day Bible. He's in the Sumerian tablets. He's in the Enuma Elishan, the seven tablets of creation. Mm. He started so much turmoil and war and, and situations because, first of all, he wanted to take leadership or kingship ahead of his constellation or period of time that he was allowed to be able to reign. He started a war to to have that happen early. OK, he, they gave it to him. He got he got his kingship. He um, had everyone call him the Amen, Amen Ra. Okay, he took that name, the God of God's name. Okay, and then he, yeah, he pimped it. Really, is what he did, and he started saying things like, "I'm the only one and true, true, only true and only one God. You, there'll be no other gods worship but me." And he was having the other gods' images or statues and everything, which were his relatives, really, <laughs> the Atlantean relatives, I believe, they were defaced and chipped away and and chopped away. That's when you go to Egypt. All these hieroglyphs, all these beautiful glyphs and all these temples are all mostly like all chipped away. They're all chiseled and all the faces are broken off and everything else. That was done a long time ago. It was under his order. He was really trying to usher in monotheism. He wanted to be the only one and true God. He wanted everyone to worship and pray to him. And he even started a second pyramid war because he didn't want to get out of, you know, uh, the kingship. And people were trying to get him to stop doing what he was doing. But. Uh, this guy is one of the most brutal rulers, really, of all time. <laughs> and, uh, he twisted Ra's name all the way around and turned it into an evil thing. 
Yeah. So I have some memory of this. I remember living on Mars and of course, you know, traveling to Venus and the different planets. Mm -hmm. And there was a previous creation and um, they opened the portal to this cre previous creation. And that's where, for, from what I remember, this being came through of what mm -hmm. then it took over Mars. It took over all of the ancient multidimensional civilization and became trying to become, become the ultimate God. Mm. So I was instructed, um, you know, to go ahead and because it brought in a lot of negative energies. It was wielding powers from the underworld, from the lower yeah. realms and mm. a lot of dense energy. And of course it wants everybody to worship it because that they're given their soul energy by mm. worshiping it. And, and yeah. I know this is going to be very, uh, maybe controversial, but I feel like religion is completely inundated with this being that everyone mm -hmm. thinks it's God. And so the more Hell that yeah. you are in that religion, the more you're giving your energy to this being and this being comes from another realm that lost its light mm -hmm. and it's trying to become the ultimate God. And that's why yeah. it's doing what it's doing. So I was told to travel and to master the, for the, the, the energies that it, you know, it was able to, it, take over entire advanced civilizations. Mm. So I was told to master those energies and get control of them to help push mm. those back from this planet at this mm. time right now, so that the planet would be okay. And I think a lot mm. of us are doing that. And mm. this being's going to have to come to the ultimate sort of um, karmic retribution mm -hmm. uh, to itself for what it's done for thousands of years, because it's destroyed not only, it's not only trying to destroy Earth, it's destroyed entire planets that were yeah. highly civilized, like yeah. Mars. I do, believe do it. You I have, believe it. Yeah. Do you have any information on, on its origins? Because I was looking, you know, mm -hmm. for its origins. Yeah. Well, the origins seem to be a little bit ambiguous, if you, you know, because I like to really back up what I know it by text. And so it could be from the Sirius, it could be from Aldebaran, it could be from in the original version of the Enuma Elish. There's a planet named Nibiru, which was later, uh, later Marduk changed to his name. He took the name Nibiru out in a newly etched tablet and was well, 6,000 years ago <laughs> and changed the name to Marduk. <clears throat> so he, this guy really had a big ego. Uh, very brutal, evil guy. And what you see with between him and, and Lil, which was his, and Lil would have been his uncle, I believe, according to the Sumerian pantheon. Mm. Uh, those two guys were pretty, pretty bad dudes. They were pretty evil. Uh, and both of them wanted to be like God to, 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 to the universe, even though they aren't the creators of anything in terms of um, the universe itself. They just had more advanced knowledge and, uh, you know, they had the capability of understanding how to manipulate space time and things like that. They had mm -hmm. portals and wormholes and all kinds of stuff that they controlled. But uh, what's interesting is, <clears throat> excuse me, these people, they literally pretty much fooled everyone. And when the religion started popping up, which they were the originators of the religious systems, they they put it out in such a way that everyone was was believing that they were following the creator of the universe, but in true reality, they've been following these evil guys. Mm -hmm. And so the non-Kamadis, yes. yes, that's what happened. The non-Kamadis touched on that. I have the non-Kamadi scripts right here. And if you read it, you realize that they're trying to say that the people that believe that they're following the creator of the universe, which we all believe that there is one, including them, is not the one in these religious texts. <laughs> and when you start to analyze and break down the religious texts where you see the word God and go to the original term, it's actually God's plural. So everywhere in the modern religious books where you see the singular version of God, it's really plural gods with an S. It's talking about multiple people. And so you have the Elohim, you have um, Yahweh and these people. These are all individual different people. And they were ruling over the planet. But to make it look like there was only one, they took, took away the S in the translation by accident on purpose. And so what's happened is the people you know, that are following this are unfortunately following the ultimate evil. And, and yes. so when you, anytime you take a little bit of good stuff and then mix it in with the bad stuff, and depending on how, proper, how good your propaganda is, you can get people to believe it's all good, or you can get people to believe it's all bad, depending on which side you're pushing, yin or yang. And they've really perfected and mastered the psyche and the consciousness of how human beings work. We, they know that we're fear-based driven. So if we add the fear, you're going to burn and die. You're going to be cast into a lake of fire for all eternity. If you don't do this, if you don't believe this, if you don't follow these, uh, these you know, rituals, 
And so a person who is following those things believes that they're in love with this godlike entity and they're doing it out of their heart. But in true reality, it comes down to self-preservation because they're afraid that they'll be cast into this imaginary lake of fire. Heaven and hell is a state of mind, you know, mm -hmm. and I think that our true mission is to bring heaven to earth. And that's what we're mm -hmm. doing right now to awaken these people, awaken the light codes, awaken the chakra centers, have the, teach, get people to have the kundalini awakenings and realize their true power and truly who they are and realize that these are fake gods and that the true God energy is inside of each and every one of us because every single atom in the entire universe is imbued with God power. And once that happens, boom, the whole golden age comes back. Things change completely back around to the way they're supposed to be, because right now this is all wrong. <laughs> and um, these these uh, fake gods will be deposed once and for all. So so um, I have a question. So I studied also Robert Morningstar and cross reference with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So and I want to see if you I mean, I don't know if we're going to get flack for this, but I have to say it is. Enlil means Lord of Command. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in the Bible, that's translated into first there was the Word, and the Word was with God. That's the mm -hmm. Lord of Command. It means so the, mm -hmm. the, the God of the Bible is Enlil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Enlil is Yahweh. Yes. Yeah. And the original name of Enlil was Satan. Mm -hmm. Yes, right. Satan, the Lord of Eden, E D I N. Yeah. So, yeah. so see how they mix the image with Satan? Yeah. And then Ea was called the devil yeah. by his brother because he told the, the slave race that they can actually open their mind and, and leave the compound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and that's where the word devil comes from, which is the actually the word deabael, deabaelides. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. the translation is my brother Ea who fled to the Pleiades. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's, that's where true. the word devil comes from. So we got this so upside down. Mm -hmm. That, yeah. the, that, that the 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 religio is like to rely on something that is not known. I call, mm -hmm. I, religion, I call it rely on jinn. Of course, in Islam. <laughs> oh, shit. Rely, religion, rely on jinn. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, I, I like That's that. True. I like that. That's yeah. true. And, and um, that basically people worship. And, worship. And worship something worship. outside of themselves. Yeah. As in they pray, they become the prey. Mm -hmm. It's self-preservation, right? And they think they're going to be punished because the God in the Bible punishes. Remember right. when when I say Enlil came to Moses on Mount mm -hmm. Sinai, he said, right. you know, tell all these other dudes if you don't all worship me, which kind of sounds like Maduk the uncle, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll destroy you uh -huh. and everybody right. that doesn't believe in, in me. And yeah. that wasn't God talking to Moses; that was Enlil talking. Exactly, to Moses. exactly. That's the key, and. I, more people need to really understand this, like what they've been following, what they've been believing as the creator of the universe is actually not. But it just takes some research, you know what I'm saying? Some research and some investigation and their eyes will be, the veil will be removed from their eyes and they'll be able to see, oh my goodness, I've been following and praying to these evil entities this, this whole time not the real creator of the universe. And I believe there is a creator of the universe because quantum physics proves that we're living in a creation. It proves it. Yeah. We're living in something yeah. that's created. I, I believe that we're living in a fractal holographic universe, which is the thing I think is a method of creation or the, the mode that gives us this illusion of reality in the third dimension, at least. Uh, and so I believe there is a creator of this universe. But, but man, the, the, you know, and I tell people, you know, if you really want to know uh, you know, who God is, then you have to look inside because that's the only way you're going to find it. The more you keep relying on external deities and external help to come and save you, the longer you're going to wait and the more you're going to suffer. Because, and then, the yeah. yeah, I was going to say the true savior is yourself. Yeah, so basically the Egyptians knew that the energy is embodied in the car. And what mm -hmm. people don't understand, social media is this designed to despirit yourself. Mm. As in you put in your car as in a focal point of your energy body, your electric yeah. and plasmic energy into, mm. well, the Kardashians have a new poodle. Obama is this. Trump <laughs> yeah, is right. this. Biden is that. And right. your spirit right. is in all of those topics. Guess what? You are spreading your spirit thin. 
because right. in all of those topics, and we need to go back to here. Well, it, yeah. it's everything right now. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's like people are focused on everything outward, and they're losing yeah. their soul energy because of that. Even mm-hmm. with religion, you know, or all mm-hmm. the fear we have going on right now because of the different chaotic things on the planet, yeah. and they're losing their power every time they focus on this, yeah. and they would actually you know, really be able to shift the timelines on this planet Mm -hmm. by holding that energy in, by guarding that energy, by bringing more energy in, because to shift a timeline Mm -hmm. from, you know, if we were going to war, we could shift that timeline into a timeline timeline of peace by using energy because energy is used to shift timelines. So it's very important that we start to understand how to conserve our energy, just stop Mm -hmm. giving it away to everything. And instead of, you know, just being in a state of fear, we, I, 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 you know, if I was ever fearful in life, I would say fear. Why are you here? What lesson are you here? Because I had something traumatic happen to me or something Mm -hmm. in a past Mm -hmm. life or, you know, karma. And then I would ask my system and my system would relay back what I need to work on. And I'd work on Mm -hmm. that and then clear that fear. And God cannot live in a body where there is fear. And right right now people are in a state of fear. They're not in a state of God consciousness and we need to help them shift into that. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Do you believe, I mean, I believe if I want to see what your take is, do you believe Mm -hmm. is that one can develop, a messianic frequency within that is so high that you can override the cognitive dissonance in people that don't believe in what the truth is. They're yes. so programmed, they get Kool-Aid in their blood. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, you want to believe that what the expert says is the truth, but yeah. they're not listening to their feeling, their spirit, yeah. their magic that tells mm-hmm. them this is the wrong way, this is the right way, go within. Yeah. You think that we can increase the energy to a level that when people just be sitting with us, they'll mm-hmm. get it without, uh, without, without us having to uh, convince or convert that they, they they get in resonance with what actually yeah. the truth is i, I truly believe that because we are because we're operating in the light or we're seeking the light consistently and we're seeking higher levels of thought way above than what the average person is seeking it's just a fact it's not ego that's just a fact that's what we do all day every day 24 hours a day so our torus energy field that's operating within 10 to 15 feet sometimes as far as 20 feet around from our body mm-hmm. is filled with this conscious light wave energy with our higher conscious thought as it moves in and out of our our, our heart chakra and our crown chakra and it's just moving with this biofield and if we're walking to a room of people on a low frequency low vibration filled with fear hate ptsd uh and all these other issues you know depression when we walk into a room with that much power we should automatically raise their vibration because our field will interact with their field and our field should be so powerful that it should begin to raise the frequency. They should start to feel better. So when you walk into a room and people go, that person lights up a room, that's a real statement. That means those people felt the energy, the power when you walked in the room for real, like they really felt it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that if we're sitting with people and we're operating and living in our truth power, that the people around us, they will recognize it and they will feel that power and we'll start to make them think. And we could uh, inadvertently, they'll be getting downloads from our own energy field because, you know, that DNA resends and receives wireless information. It's been proven now in actual laboratories. So I think that we can pass that positive frequency and vibration out to other people and definitely raise their, their frequency and vibration for sure. And that's what I was told. I was told that we just need to keep doing the work and we're portals for that divine light. And we are mm-hmm. the ancient, like I said, the ancient priest and priestesses and to go back, you know, we were just talking about the gods and the gods mm-hmm. didn't, you know, they weren't there to be gods to everyone. They were there to show people how they could become gods themselves and step into God consciousness. And, you know, we had Hathor and for me, Hathor comes from Venus. So we had mm-hmm. these three, you know, and then we had Anubis. And of course I yeah. believe that Anubis, he comes from a specific planet where they created wolves and different levels of creation. So whenever these beings came from the realms of the spirit, they then mm-hmm. created bodies and they created things like animals or plants. Like I was also told strawberries come from Venus mm-hmm. and they hold a love frequency or roses. Mm-hmm. So each on each specific being was also a, um, how can I put not ruler would probably be the, the, the wrong thing to say, but like Hathor, she was over Venus and she was connected to the heart chakra and she Mm -hmm. allowed people to connect those frequencies that she cultivated within herself. And she would channel that to those people so they could cultivate that within themselves. And that's why I feel like we need to bring back the 
the knowledge of the ancient magic of Egypt because these yeah. beings had so many magical powers because they cultivated them them within themselves because they knew how to summon in the ancient cosmic energies mm -hmm. and we need to bring that back to humanity so that they can do that themselves because we really need to shift the planet right now yeah and also maybe that that gives you some insight to the hieroglyphs i did mm -hmm. a study with several psychics on mm -hmm. it's called kind of like occult chemistry mm -hmm. so i i we would remote view back in time mm. So when we went back in time, one thing we found out, pyramids were galvanized golden, golded, gold-plated. Mm. Yeah. The pyramidion was a crystal tap that would mm. glow by itself and keep everything like a jungle flourishing, healing capacities. You wouldn't mm. live in the pyramid. Mm. You would call souls back in the center, mm. but you would live next to it to rejuvenate, to heal injuries and all right. that stuff. And certain beings, some were called of the Ra, uh, mm. They were blue, they had elongated heads, some were 15 feet tall, some were 30 mm. feet tall, but they had a power. And I want to know if, if that gives you goosebumps or if you remember that they were that powerful, they can stand in front of a, of a, of a rock, mm. turn it into glass and project mm. the hieroglyphs from their mind into the wall. Mm. Wow, that's powerful. That's what we that's found powerful. out. Yeah. They could stand there and put their knowledge imprinted. That's why some of the hieroglyphs we find, they are that seamless. You mm. cannot, even with a laser, chisel yeah. that accuracy. We have no machine mm -hmm. to make the, and I've been in the, been the King's Valley, like you saw the, you saw the mirror polished marble. Oh yeah, incredible. It's incredible. It's, incredible. it's yeah. like, I can see myself as clear as a mirror, clearer yeah. than, a, than, a, than a marble desktop you would see today. And I'm like, yeah. we cannot fathom mm -hmm. the projection <laughs> that's behind that construct. Right, it's incredible, yeah. Though talks about being able to do that. He talks about using photons and cymatic frequencies to create and manifest solid matter. And yes, so, thank you. I, oh, it's real. I started looking yeah. into it and found out that about three years ago, four years ago now, they actually did this in a laboratory now where they took oh. photons and frequencies and manifested solid matter in actual laboratories. And this has now been a duplicated experiment, which has made it into peer-reviewed science. So we can now turn lights and, and frequencies into solid matter. Okay, yes. And I have some information on this. So, mm -hmm. you know, the, the chairs we're sitting on, all of yeah. this stuff around us that is solid matter is just condensed light energy. Right. That's what creates That's solid it. matter. And, you know, it's funny because religion tells you, they, it says, you know, you're eternal. You're never going to die. And that's true, but they're also leaving some things out there. And this goes back to, you know, if you've done a lot of good work for yourselves and others, mm -hmm. you get this gold light that comes into you. And when you go and you die and you, mm -hmm. you can give that gold light or that gold light helps keep you in a higher frequency. So you can incarnate mm -hmm. in other yeah. higher realms on other planets. If you go mm -hmm. have done, used yourself and you have used others and exploited yourself, you don't have any light. You're going to yeah. go basically to you're going to go to this river that recycles everything and that's what creates the physical realms right. and sometimes that happens so they don't tell you how you're eternal so yes mm -hmm. you're going to be eternal but you might be a tabletop if you don't act right basically i talk about this all the time i talk <laughs> about where you tell people keep thinking uh, oh i'm just going to get reincarnated and well you can come back as a blade of grass a rock you can be the material that makes up this mouse that i'm playing with right now you yes. can i mean energy is energy energy is energy Thank it's just you. all yes. this is energy and so you can come back as literally anything anywhere it's reconstituted atoms at, at, at that point you don't have to ascend with consciousness into another realm you don't have to come back with full memory and and be able to choose a plane on which you desire to incarnate if you don't have, if you're not operating within the light, if you're not operating properly and you don't generate enough karma, <laughs> you can, you might, you know, it's, it's some, you can come back as a worm. I mean, you know, so yes. uh, it's interesting. <laughs> it's really interesting. And the thing about the religious text that, that just, you know, I mean, I wish these people would just really understand. It's so much divide and conquer in religious texts. Yeah. Uh, it's because you know we're we're the chosen God of the chosen people of God. No, we're the chosen people of God. No, we're the right. We're the color of the people of God. No, we're the color of the people of God. And I'm like, guys, when you read this book, it's all about slavery. It's all about death and destruction and all. You know, read it. Have anybody really fully read this thing? I don't think they have. Read the book of Deuteronomy. It's saying if you see a woman walking through a field, 
you can rape her. This is God talking, by the way. And if you rape her, if you want to keep her as your wife, oh, go ahead and take her as your wife, too. Now we have stalking, we have rape, we have abduction, false imprisonment. These are crimes. And so this obviously is not the creator of the universe, but, um, you know, and then we have all this divide and conquer that's built into it. And there's no golden age that will exist with divide and conquer. We all have to be on one accord, one frequency, unconditional love for everyone, or there is no yeah. golden age. And we, and we know that we've had golden ages before. So if that's the case, this entire system is going to disappear at some point. Well, it's, 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 it, it will disintegrate. Like uh, I heard like from prophecies that it begins in the big cities, that systems will not mm. function anymore. They will overproduce, overfear, where, mm. where, you know, right now, I mean, uh, I don't want to go too much into the Kool-Aid topic, but yeah. in, in, in LA, they hear that you can't yeah. book tables if you don't have Kool-Aid in your blood. So right. it's kind of like really ridiculous <laughs> in the big cities, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So. so what we have, the problem we have is that people are walking around and their bodies are alive. Well, somewhat as a lot of mm -hmm. them are sick, depressed or whatever. And they're sick, depressed. They, they're struggling. They don't have enough money um, mm -hmm. because you know, and, and they're suppressed because they don't have enough light energy within them. And at night, originally, when we went to sleep, our souls was, were supposed to go into the higher realms, regenerate with energy, recharge and come back into our bodies. Our souls now, because the toxins, because of unhealed karma, um, mm -hmm. the ancestral karma, uh, because of all of us giving our energy away now go into the lower realms. That's why people wake up tired. They wake up sicker. They don't feel good. They're not recharging. So then we have a plague of energy vampires and big mm. cities are full of them. And that's yeah. why we have terrible things going on where the innocents are harmed because innocent, the innocent ones have a charge of energy and those who have lost their charge of energy go after those who have it. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think one of our big missions is that we teach people how to bring in that charge of energy so that yeah. they can shift their life. And also, you know, I think a, a lot of people, they might not even realize they're an energy vampire because mm -hmm. they live in a false light, false light matrix system that tells yeah. them, Oh, you know, to be like this or do this, which isn't okay. Mm -hmm. And is actually right, making right. you harm another yourself that it's okay. So they think it's yeah. normal. So they don't even know that they're an energy vampire. They don't even know yeah. that they're harming their children or those that mm -hmm. they love. They yeah. don't know that they're, they're, they're actually on this planet, a leech rather than somebody who is helping right. it out. And even though they might have a good mindset about things, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean anything unless it's backed by a charge of energy. There's yeah. a difference between thinking you're a good person and actually having the charge of God light within you. And yeah. you are a good person. You're actually helping the frequency, the planet go up and you're actually coming from that God source energy to your mm -hmm. loved ones so that you're not abusive to your child so that you're not abusive to people around yourself, mm -hmm. you, around you or yourself. So that's yeah. something that I feel that is really important to get out there to humanity. And, you know, there's different elements we can bring into us. We can mm -hmm. sit there in the rain. And I do this all the time. I, some, you don't even have to sit in the rain. I, yeah. I literally sit there and I can sit either in the rain or out of it. And I ask for the element of water to come and fill my aura and charge my cells because mm -hmm. the element of water is this ancient soul. Each mm -hmm. one of the elements are ancient spirits, their ancient yeah. soul energy of God. Mm -hmm. And we can ask that to come into us and, and summit into us. And I remember in ancient times, we would gather around the pyramids. And like he was mm -hmm. saying, they would regenerate us. And we would gather around and we would ask the different elements of the cosmos to come mm -hmm. through the pyramid and to channel into our bodies. And yeah. we would be alive for thousands of years, hundreds of years, because mm -hmm. the organs all function off of energy and an yeah. organ starts to deteriorate when it does not have enough energy within it. So we mm -hmm. would keep ourselves charged and we were not yeah. feeding off of each other. So mm -hmm. nobody was aging. People right. are aging because they're losing their energy and feeding off of each other. So I think mm -hmm. one of the biggest secrets for humanity is to, to become enlightened, to, to understand how to bring the light within themselves. Mm -hmm. And so this yeah. is why I know that we all have decided to work together to yeah. teach people how to do this. And I mm -hmm. think that for me, that's one of the biggest 
secrets that's been without held from humanity, the true mm. divine and how it works and how we can charge ourselves with that because yeah. our cell is a solar panel. And in mm. ancient Egypt, people would look at the sun and the sun, which has all of the rainbow rays in it, that would, the sun would channel through them through the cell and it mm. would charge their aura and their chakra system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So right now we have heavy metals, toxins, they get in the oh, cells and they don't let the light pass through or reflect the light out. So nobody's charging. So we're not mm -hmm. charging our chakra system or mm -hmm. our, our aura. And people mm -hmm. need to understand that, you know what, that those things get depleted. Yeah. And eventually when you're super depleted, that's when you become an energy vampire. So uh, yeah, well, I have a question, Billy. Uh, I watched parts of your Forbidden Knowledge TV sneak mm -hmm. preview where they showed weather withered rocks underneath the pyramid mm -hmm. meaning yeah. that they built the pyramid on something that was way 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 older so right. earth sun has all the colds according to mm -hmm. ancient script but when either et's colonized or landed and let's say let's go extreme millions of years mm -hmm. um they earth must have had problems already with the light transmission we must have already been in a distortion where yeah. we needed the pyramids to correct the light frequency to embody right. actually the ra as in the mm -hmm. pure light as mm -hmm. in Jedi, as yeah. in pure Magi of the sun. Right, right. Yeah, so, we've gone through several cycles already. The Mayans even said yeah. we've been through four worlds, and now we're headed into the fifth. So we have risen and fallen four times to serious high levels of civilizations, mm -hmm. space travel, uh, you know, the whole works. Um, and through, through the cycle of the Yugas, through whether it be a combination of natural disasters and, and self-destruction, we have had these cycles of rise and fall. Uh, and it seems as if the previous super, super ancient civilization, uh, that seems to be some major destruction, some self-destruction that occurred and uh, some instability of the planet happened through that destruction. Where, where, you know, and we're seeing now how sensitive the magnetic core of this planet is. Right now, the magnetic core is so sensitive and so off that magnetic north is moved now it's over russia and it's moving past russia and so magnetic north which used to face true north is shifted because the magnetic fields are shifted and everything is off and so that used that they use that pyramid there the great pyramid at giza is at the center of the land mass on the planet earth not the center of the earth but the center of land mass and it's a balancing act it's there for a particular reason on that specific node and it was, it was there to bring stability back to the planet. And, um, and what's interesting is the height of that Great Pyramid is the average height of all the land mass on the entire planet. So if you take a satellite and put it into a North Pole orbit, orbiting this way, not this way, but orbiting this way, as the Earth spins on its axis, it can scan swaths of land. This is our modern technology right now. And then we can actually use a topographic scanner to analyze every peak and valley on the entire planet. And then you divide that by the total number of peaks and you get the average and, and the height and you get the average height of landmass on the planet. And so by doing that, that whoever had the technology to do that back then, it's OK. This is going to be the average height. We're going to build the Great Pyramid to this height. The Great Pyramid is one by 43,000 scale of the Earth itself. So the, the Great Pyramid is, is a scaled down version of planet Earth. If you scale it up 43,000 times, it fits into the earth perfectly. It is the earth. When you put a toroidal sphere around the tetrahedron, it becomes the earth. So the Great Pyramid is a multifunctional stone computer, a portal generator, a power generation system. I mean, it's everything. It's incredible. A healing device. It, it's everything. And so, of course, they removed a lot of the technology and everything else, and it's been broken. And because the aquifer underneath has dried up now, uh, which used to come in from the Nile, a lot of the abilities for it to create steady physiostatic electricity and all that has come to a complete end, but it still has some hidden power still within it, but it's really an amazing device. And this is why NASA has taken over control of the interior of the Great Pyramid now. Mm. So, yeah, and I learned this in 20, the last time I was there, 2014, we were told that within maybe 10 years, Nobody will be able to get into the king's chamber because NASA owns the rights to that access now, and eventually they will close it off. Uh, so I'm going to go back as many times as I can in the next few years. I'm going there in two weeks. I'll be there in two weeks, and I'm going back in March of next year, and I'm going back in October of next year as well. That's three trips I have planned already, booked, ready to go. 
because I need to continue to gather as much data as I can before access to that is gone. They've now figured all this out and they're trying to tap into the secret powers and the mysteries of the pyramid as well. Mm-hmm. So I have a little bit of information on this. Of course, I tried to re I tried to incarnate with as much information as I had mm. gathered in the past so that it would help me in this incarnation to be able to awaken people and shift the planet. So, okay, go back to Mar- Marduk or, or mm. Nibiru. So what I was yeah. told, okay, so when this, the, 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 all the planets were inhabited, they were multidimensional and there was a portal open to a previous creation that had lost its light. Mm. And that's where I was told that Nimru came from. Mm. They wanted to lower the frequency of this planet, of all the planet system to the, 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 um, to the lowest frequency that they possibly could. Mm. And I believe that that's probably why they have been doing this, the great pyramid, because it keeps the planet's frequency up. So it would keep us in higher timelines and higher consciousness Mm. and in more heavenly realms. So Mm. by messing with that and destroying it, that would drop the planet's frequency. So then we start accessing the lower realms. Mm. So that's what I was told. So when I, I was told about Nibiru, the ETs were telling me because they are trying there's a lot of good ET factions obviously out there too. Mm-hmm. And they were telling me that they were trying to drop the frequency of the planet to the frequency of Nibiru. And mm-hmm. that's why sometimes we see it is because mm-hmm. they're literally trying to align it with that planet. And that planet was a planet that lost its light a long time ago when, mm-hmm. when this great war happened and mm-hmm. actually comes from a previous creation. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. So they're basically trying to drop the frequency of the planet down into the underworld or the mm. what, the more denser energies. That's what I feel. And yeah. that's what I see going on. That's what the pollution is. Because think mm. about the word pollution, pull ion. Yeah. When when the ion, the energy starts, sh- starts spinning the polar opposite of the divine way it's supposed mm-hmm. to spin. That's what right. pollution is. Right. And of course, right. then I was told we have powers over energy. So mm-hmm. the, 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 the energy spinning, any pollution is energy spinning the opposite way of the divine order to spin in. So mm. we can use our God powers to spin it the right way and clear yeah. out the pollution from the oceans and the entire planet. But first mm. we must understand how this 3d divine tech that's called the body works yeah. united with the soul, which is mm. God and yeah. soul soleil mm. in French means sun raw yeah. God's mm, right. light. And then we will have that power to completely heal the planet of pollution and, and shift the planet back up into higher frequencies. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you were talking earlier about the body's ability to take light, specifically sunlight, and convert that into energy to heal the body, every cell in the body has mitochondria. And that is the battery of the cell. And so when your cell, when your body is toxic, it doesn't allow those let light to be absorbed into the cell. It doesn't allow the battery. The battery doesn't allow itself to recharge. And so when the mitochondria stops recharging, those cells begin to die. And then you start death process. You start aging and you, and you eventually die. And so a combination of that and the telomeres that have been short during our lifespan has put us into this very short, uh, you know, 70 to 85 year old lifespan where we, we should be living literally for thousands of years. I mean, yes. tens of thousands, tens of thousands, easily. You know, the only thing that should stop us from living is if we're torn into pieces and even Osiris was torn to pieces and then put back together. So I don't know if that could even stop us, you know? Uh, and, you know, and they have the ability to transfer their consciousness into new avatar bodies, which I think will be something that we'll be able to do again, where you can clone yourself with a stem cell from your own skin they could take a skin cell turn it into a stem cell and create another avatar body or a sleeve and you could transfer into that new avatar body Thoth claims they have done it ten thousand times uh you know that's a lot of transfers he's done over over the course of eons uh and i think th- those are all the uh, abilities that we'll have if you look at the military right now in darpa for america they have a black budget project called the avatar project which they've made an announcement on where they have soldiers that are in underground bunkers that are connected to robots that are in the field through a symbiotic consciousness link and they operate those robotic avatars if the robot is destroyed of course the soldiers still uninjured the link is just snapped and broken 
And then you have Russia with the 2045 project, 2045.com, 2045.com. They've been experimenting for a long time. The ten, by 2010, they already had a monkey's consciousness transferred into a computer, and it thinks it's alive. The body is gone. The monkey's living in a computer. By 2020, which I believe they've done by now, it was to have a human transferred into a robotic body. And then by 2045, it was to have a sleeve created from the human and then transferred that consciousness into the new sleeve, which I believe they probably by now have already done, in my personal opinion, but we'll see. Um, but so they're, they're working on what the ancients have already had mastered and was yes. in these ancient tablets and texts. That's where they're getting this stuff. They're getting it from this ancient information that we all know. And, and they're trying they're, to, yeah, they're trying ahead, to duplicate sorry. it, but using it for darkness, unfortunately. Right. They're still trying to steal the technology of God or the gods to do this. I myself can body jump. I can do different things. So that's mm. something that I had as a child. Yeah. Of course, the how it works with me is it's really quite interesting mm. is it just has happened randomly. Mm. Um, if I focus on a bird flying in the sky, I can actually look through the eyes of that bird flying over me, look at myself so I can do things like that. But mm. this is the thing. They're trying to use this technology for darkness and they're not going to be able to access everything because of that. Mm. There's definitely a block on it yeah. and they're trying as hard as they can. I was told there's a block even on them understanding exactly what the pyramids are or exactly, mm. you know, cause the pyramids, the, the great Giza pyramids aligned to pyramids that we have on Mars. There was a whole pyramid system. There's a whole pyramid system yeah. on each planet, even on some moons that mm -hmm. kept all the planets in this high frequency. Yeah. So that's why Mars used to be uh, lush and beautiful the mm -hmm. thing is, is that ancient system is there and it will only light up. They can try to steal as much information as they want. Mm -hmm. They're going to fail getting it right every single time. That ancient technology is there. And when we light up ourselves, that mm -hmm. system functions on energy. That yeah. energy will come through us, light up that system and help to, it'll give us so many gifts. It's like divine ancient technology sitting there waiting for us to, mm -hmm. to literally access our God selves. And then that energy coming through us will light it up because it's activated through energy. Yeah, yeah. Also another, another gem that you mentioned and I've, I've spoke to Dr. Osmaganich from uh, Bosnia mm -hmm. is that the runes they found mm -hmm. On yeah. the block that 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 covers the, the tunnel that goes to the center of the mm -hmm. biggest pyramid, which is the yeah. biggest in the world right now, we know. What did it say? Now we must stand and fight as warriors. Yep. Everything closed down. Mm -hmm. No, nobody off planet, nobody on planet, basically, yeah. mm -hmm. before we can open the gates to the That's heavens. Right. That's so right. Could, so somebody chisel, you have to imagine runes from Ireland. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, Vikings in Bosnia in an yeah. underground tunnel that mm -hmm. we can translate that are informing mm -hmm. us that something happened mm -hmm. where war must have broken out. They yeah. closed all the stargates mm -hmm. and they said, like you said, now we must act as warriors or stand in defense. Right. Stand in defense. Yes. Until the time will come. Mm -hmm. to reopen the gates to the heavens. Right. Right. So, and this is what the, a lot of governments, and I won't mention which ones, a lot of governments are opening up and have opened gates to the lower realms. And so mm -hmm. what they're doing, um, you know, they open these gates so that they could uh, get power, they could mm -hmm. get information. And they're also, of course, helping out with the war on consciousness because mm -hmm. the beings coming through these gates have lost their light. They mm -hmm. absorb light, so they get out and they absorb the light of the planet, they absorb the light of the masses. So this is a good way for the government elites to keep the consciousness on the planet down, of which mm -hmm. they're, they really are doing their best to do. So they're okay with opening up the gates to the abyss. So I was told that we need to close those ancient gates mm. that to the abyss and we need to start opening the gates to the heavens and mm. letting that energy out to pour onto mm. the planets. And of course, each one of us, you know, we, I know we do our work to be that light. And that's why we have this divine information. That's why we help a lot of people out. That's why we're helping out with the awakening on this planet. So, you know, for me that once we open those higher gates, and we're mm -hmm. going to teach people how to do that in the future, then that's going to really help to bring the frequency of the planet up. And well, people will just start to, to, instead of, you know, listen to words, they'll start to feel the energy, the energy is going to light them up and awaken them. And as much as religion is very tainted and it's not the truth, there's, they also stole ancient prophecies. Mm -hmm. And in the Bible it says that Jesus will come like a thief in the night and people will just awaken 
And mm-hmm. for me, Jesus in French, you have just three, which means I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You put an I in Jesus, you have just three, I am. Mm. And so people will awaken to the I am, to God within when that energy yeah. flows through them. Mm-hmm. And that's the way way to awaken the planet. Yeah, and, and another thing, what you have mentioned in your experiments is the problem why people are asleep is they're not in real time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. getting at? Right. You need to be <laughs> seven to 15 seconds faster to yeah. be in the realm where what is happening. And that's when you get psychic. Exactly. That's where this comes from, that the mystics can look into the future, the present mm-hmm. and the past simultaneously right. yeah. because they're in real time. In the real other time. people, they are behind, they're lagging. So let me, mm-hmm. let me explain to you what, what he has found. And I think mm-hmm. uh, the Noetic Foundation also has found out the same thing is when they projected images to people that were in, in closed chambers, double blind studies, seven to 15 seconds, if I'm mm-hmm. correct, the brain responds before the image is revealed. That means mm-hmm. you know what's coming before you yes. know what's coming. Right. right. And when you're psychic, you're not in, you're not seven seconds behind. When you're psychic, you like, you know exactly who's going to think about you, who's going to call you, mm-hmm. who's going to come, come down right. that corridor, who's going to betray you. You will know that ahead of time because you're in real time. And mm-hmm. that's exactly. what, like that's said, the, that paranormal will be the new normal, basically. Right. Exactly. Like yeah. I said, we'd be sitting here. What I, I was like, one day we're going to be sitting with Billy Carson. <laughs> I yeah. told him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There I was go. telling him stuff while, like this. A while yeah. ago, she says, yeah, I have an image of us all three sitting together. Right. And then somehow, right. in, a, in, a, in, a, in a parallel way, is you, you contacting her, you mm-hmm. sitting with her, and then your, your other colleague from england in the uk that girl yeah. that she uh, contacted me oh, wow. she didn't know yeah she didn't know that you already had spoken <laughs> i'm like i told her and she's like wow i'm like see wow. how this is when it means to happen it's rolling and and it's yeah. now it's more powerful times yeah. than ever where this rolls together where when three you know when i don't want to base it on one messiah but if if the oneness has three in its name Mm-hmm. Past the Messiah, the energy is amplified. Trinity, yeah, right. you know, it goes, right. it goes more. It's like, well, us three and more. Right. That, like we, we are like basically we are sharing information. We're oh, not yeah. debating. We're like, right. okay, let's add this on. This makes sense. We're already right. in resonance. We've right. all been in Egypt, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we have enough memory and stuff to do what we have oh, yeah. to do, and that, get, that gets more, more mm-hmm. things in, in motion. I yeah. was told that the priests and priestesses would unite and they would unite to bring back this sacred information to humanity. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's basically the light or true God that's been lost. And, you know, God is an energy. And I, I, um, it's, I'm very passionate about this because I could cry when I speak about yeah. this, but God cares for those masses of suffering. God mm-hmm. cares for those children starving across the world. God cares that people can't pay their rents and that they're suffering on every level. God really cares and God's there. God's mm-hmm. just waiting for us to open the door to it, to understand mm-hmm. how it works and mm-hmm. to actually tap into it. And yeah. then we won't have, you know, any more fear of sickness. We won't have any more um, mm-hmm. craziness in our lives because yeah. it will just bless us. Because, you know, like if we have a child, you give your child gifts, you take care of your child. God's like that to us. God is just this pure, unconditional love that wants to take care of us and nurture us. But God also respects our choices. And until we open that door, God's not going to force itself upon us. Yeah. And that's why also we do things like teaching. Uh, like you have a class where you're teaching abundance, but conscious mm-hmm. abundance. Right. What does that mean right. to be awake and then be a, an aware person to what energies do I need to manifest, to serve me, to mm-hmm. be in my purpose. Exactly. As in, as in a right and just mind to fulfill my purpose, not to buy a Lamborghini for kicks. Right. But <laughs> if there's a purpose and a joy behind that and the divinity mm-hmm. for what you accessing, you right. can, uh, exude that out more to people finding their purpose and becoming what yeah. their calling is and not what they must do to survive exactly that's the key you said it perfectly that's exactly what it is and i think that um in ancient times people were because we were in a, operating in the golden age and high technology and spiritual spiritual technology people were free to do arts crafts pursue their passions travel experiment and 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 help and assist and be of service to others um and now we we are under this capitalistic system and so i said well at some in some way because the system is not going to be canceled within the next 
you know, I don't know how many years. It's not gonna, it ain't gonna, it's not gonna happen tomorrow. We have to learn how to manipulate this system right now so that we can still get people to live their passion, have their dreams, travel, do their art, and, and be of service to others within this financial matrix that's been put down on us. We have to learn how to play in this matrix a little bit so that we can still be able to utilize our gifts. We can't say, oh, we're this thing is on us and we we're stuck and there's nothing that we can do. No, we have to try to rise above that. You have to rise above that and still live in abundance and still be able to do all the things that we should be doing if we were in a golden age and show people like this is possible. We can do it. And when we have enough people on the same frequency and resonance, then we say, look, guys, we're not going to participate in this matrix anymore. This matrix is dead. Starting on X date, it's over and everybody stop. But we need enough people on the same frequency. And when that happens, this system is cast away. Yes. Yeah, people also need to understand that so a sovereign being doesn't mean to burn a passport to get a new passport. The sovereignty in your mind is this, and people need to know this, is the minute you give your right away that you have free will here, you have a choice. The minute you let an expert decide that for you out of fear, you're giving away your free will, that's when you lose. That's right. That is your right. rites of passage on this planet. You have free will, and yeah. in sovereignty, without all the foreign suggestions that they're bombarding us with social media with, mm -hmm. that we get it, get into, uh, sometimes I call it uh, uh, audiovisual fasting. Mm. At times they get out of this stuff, TikTok, mm -hmm. at, uh, I don't know, Periscope, all of these people don't know what to do with their time, with yeah. tricks and gags and stuff that don't heal anybody, <laughs> cost yeah. everybody money, we're not going anywhere, that in divinity understanding, where am I with this? Where is my joy and my happiness? Yeah. I don't need anybody to make me happy. I embody happiness. Right. Like the priests in the ancient times turned on the pyramids because they embodied the technology mm -hmm. they would work with. An yeah. example I have is when people try to steal Tesla's uh, electric motor, self-perpetuating. Mm -hmm. They yeah. copied everything down, the plants and everything, and they tried mm -hmm. to turn the thing on and it didn't work didn't work <laughs> because they were not in resonance yeah that's what some of those people that steal are missing and mm -hmm. those who have the gift to bring those inventions here mm -hmm. they'll do everything according to plan and to download and they turn it on and mm -hmm. it will work and i call yeah. it the divine copyright mm -hmm. and this is the time where they cannot steal that from us anymore if right. it's not divinely brought in here without corruption it, mm -hmm. it cannot it cannot continue on and that's right. what's dying right now and that dying needs to take place and people yeah. didn't they don't have to be afraid of that just uh, it's going to get uncomfortable we mm -hmm. will grow yeah. but we will have to adjust our life and develop more awareness and stop saying well here's some money the expert can you do this for me right yeah. exactly yeah i agree yeah we have to do the work yeah. <laughs> everyone needs to do their own work nobody's coming to save you save yourself in the end and i think that that is probably one of the most important messages to humanity. You are your own savior, your own yeah. Christ, your yeah. own God. And you become, you, you literally become God when you accept that energy, which is mm -hmm. an electrical magnetic energy that flows through everything into you and summon it into you. And then mm -hmm. nothing can truly destroy you. Nothing can yeah. truly hurt you or harm you. You just have experiences and you understand you've had millions of lifetimes and you'll have millions more mm -hmm. and so then you can you can be at peace yeah in that knowing in that all-knowingness because i call yeah. it the knowing yeah like dolores cannon said we are not here to convert or convince mm -hmm. we are more here to inspire resonance right and we're not yeah. babysitting either either no. we're walking together but if you want to stay behind that is your choice yeah yeah that's right yeah i yep. agree I think well, you know, you. it's happening though. But this was a great podcast. Yeah, this yeah, was yeah, a yeah. Great podcast. I literally yeah. could talk to hours to you. But yeah, but this <laughs> is yeah. But this is a, but, but see, this is the future. This yeah. is when we talk to you with you know what we like. What we used to say, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but this is re literally not. Do you believe me? It's like we're yeah. feeling what we are all doing. Right. And adding to that, that gives it a great resonance. Not just some yeah. journalist that has no idea about your topic. He read maybe some chronic and yeah. <laughs> in chronicle and know, knows a few things, but doesn't really yeah. know what you're into. So right. I know what to ask you because I know yeah. the things that you're into and I can expand on that also mm -hmm. universally so others can expand on what our findings and that helps right. raise the consciousness. That's why I love this podcast. This is really yeah. dope. There's just words mm -hmm. and then there is 
truth and truth has an electrical magnetic energy that comes through it. So when we speak that charge comes through us into the audience and those that's so important right now. We don't need more words. We don't need more theories. We need that energy to channel through us into the audience. And I'm very blessed to be able to have done this podcast with you both today, because I feel that a lot of people will get good information from this. And they'll also feel that charge of energy when they hear the information we're speaking about that, because deep down in their soul, it knows that it's truth. Absolutely. We will be doing some work together in the future. We'll be launching a course. So everyone should stay tuned for that, but we will teach people how to go ahead and bring the different elements into their body, how to bring spirit, how to bring God source into their body, how to work with the different planets, which are ancient spirits and how to ascend above the false light matrix system. With that being said, thank you, Billy Carson, for being on my lovely podcast. Thank you both. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it was great. I'm looking forward to many more. I'm looking forward to our class that we're going to put out. And I think a lot of people are going to really resonate with our information. I yeah, agree. excellent. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. We're going into the nitty gritty of things, you know? The yeah, details. exactly. For real. Sending you right. so many blessings and thank you for the good work that you're thank doing. Thank you. So, you too. Yes. You, you guys both are amazing. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All thank right. you all okay. for being on my podcast. Well, thank you. As usual, thank my, you. My fellow ancient kin and thank you for watching cosmic conversations everyone you have a blessed time on this planet and ascend beyond the false light matrix system thank you